Welcome back. Okay, so the I recently I went with a friend. Shiz what did we call him? Which one? Shazam? Yeah, I think so. Shazam. Shazam. Okay. I kinda wanna call him sorcerer now, but sorcerer or wizard. I don't know, Shazam or sounds Alakazam. more like I don't know, we should be consistent. Yeah, okay. When they actually remember the name and it still fits, we should probably go by it. Yeah. Okay, so Shazam, he works at a theater, and so he takes people to movies every once in a while. Uh, he took me to see The Dark Tower a little bit ago. I haven't seen it. And, yeah, so it, there won't be any spoilers about this one because of Paris. Um, You're welcome. But I love the movie. All the reviews for it are bad. It's got, well, I guess it's it's got like a 6 on it IMDb and 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. And so it's like, a lot of people don't like it, for the sole reason of it's not the book. Yeah. But that's I, a thing. But I've gotten the book. I bought the book because I loved the movie. And the book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be honest about it. So in the movie, the, the gunslinger was so cool. Yeah, I remember that's the thing you were talking about, but in the book he's just a jerk. Yeah. Not the word you used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was like this cool, mysterious person who cared about this kid even though he had just met him. And he was using him at first. But then he, as soon as he recognized what he was doing, he stopped and was like, I'm not going to be that anymore. But in this one, he constantly recognizes what is he doing. And he's just like, whatever. Screw that. I'm going to go kill the guy. And it's like, I like your character better in the movie. And it's just hard to make. Okay. For movies based on books, you have to appreciate them 99% of the time. You have to look at it as a separate thing. Like How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. It was, it's nothing like the book. Nothing in common with the book other than the names. Yeah, it's Toothless in the movies is this amazing one-of-a-kind thing. Toothless in the books is the worst of the worst. He is the most common type of dragon. No and he actually him. has no teeth. Yeah. They, he is. they have a big thing when he grows one tooth. And then in the same book, I think actually a few chapters later, it falls out while he's saving Hiccup. But Toothless is the dragon nobody wants in the books. Yeah. In the movies, it's the dragon no one can have. Yeah. So. And in the books, they trained dragons from the beginning. Yeah. They were more like dogs. And Gronkles were the one of the few riding dragons. And they were the uh, they were the coolest looking dragons. Okay, imagine a Night Fury, but bulkier without wings, and that was the Gronkle in the books. That's super cool. Yeah. And Gobber, or, yeah, Gobber, he had two of them to pull him around on a giant wagon. <laughs> oh, man. It was great. But, yeah, and also, Stephen King's writing style is great for horror novels. I will never read any of them, but his <laughs> writing style is great for horror novels. For fantasy novels and sci-fi novels and anything but horror novels. It sucks! I haven't read any of the Stephen King things just because it hasn't happened. He leaves out information. Oh, okay. And then he describes it. Assuming that you'll be able to just pick it up. And for a writing style, I see how that would build suspense for like horrors and whatnot, yeah. thrillers. I can see where that would be useful. But for a fantasy and sci-fi where you want them to know what... you're trying to convey information and make a consistency that they can latch onto. It's... That's... You can't leave out details the same way you do in horror. And then also, in the book, he sleeps with a lady just because she has information. That's what torture's for. <laughs> yeah. And just a few pages later, there was a guy that he had to sleep at his house. There was a guy there, and he was like... And he almost told the guy, I'm going to shoot you right now so I don't have to sleep with one eye open. He almost did that, and then he caught himself, and he was like, that's a little bit too close to the man in black. And so he doesn't, but it's uh. just... And I mean, he's sort of developing... I mean, I'm still reading it, so maybe it's better. Uh, he's sort of developing as a character, but honestly, he's not main character material. 
in the books. Uh, he wasn't in the movie either. I think that's why they made the kid the main character in the movie, which I much prefer, honestly. Um, and I'm trying not to spoil anything, just like... Oh, you are. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, only about the books. <laughs> but if you look at a lot of movies as just the movies, as if they're a separate thing, because most of the time a lot of them are, then a lot of them are not as bad as they seem just because you were promised something you didn't get. And where the book and the movie are so different, people are going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. But, so, that that's what I have to say about Dark Tower by Stephen King. The book sucks. <laughs> it was just not to your taste. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Howl's Moving Castle was like that, too. The book mm, is yeah. not, it's not drastically, like, uh, how to, uh, not as drastically as How to Train Your Dragon different, but it is very different from the movie by a lot. By the way, yeah. watch How's Moving Castle. Good movie. It's a good movie. May all your bacon burn. I love Kelsifer's Curses. There's... Okay. All of a sudden we just can't talk about anything but Kung Fu Panda 2. Okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I it's... like the bugs. Did you read? Oh, bugs. Okay, I was like, did you read the books? I didn't think we had access to those. Okay. Uh, the Ohm. Yeah. Ohm. Ohm. <laughs> oh, right, there's a story about that. Well, not really a story. In fact, about that, but I'll let you read today. Okay, there's their prophecy that they have, and it just shows how loosely prophecies can be interpreted, and I'll leave it at that. Moving on. Okay, so... The, I also left, like, her pet. The fox squirrel? Yeah. yeah. So, um... The, you know how in all like the meditation scenes, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, so I found out why that is. That is. I'm not sure if that's an actual thing that they do while they're meditating, but om actually is a spiritual and religious thing. Um, in, it was either Buddhism or Hinduism, I'm not sure which, um, I believe it was Hinduism, om is the sound of cosmic vibrations. Hmm. So that's the sound that the universe makes. tune yourself. Yeah, that's the sound that the universe makes when it tells you things. So that's where that comes from, to my understanding. I could be just wrong. Just get but... surround sound speakers and find someone meditating and just coming from all directions, om, om. and watch them freak out. <laughs> That'd be the best. Um, but yeah. Okay, so I watched the Barnes & Noble a few weeks ago. That was a mistake. Financially. Financially, yes. I spent $100 on books. Whoa! It was only six of them. I got... This is why we buy things used! Yeah, I know, and normally I do. And I was just gonna go look around, but then I was I just gonna look. So I got The Dark Tower by Stephen King, because I had just seen the movie, so I yeah. had to check it out. Truth Witch, which was recommended to me by one of the salespersons, and they described it as Sanderson Light. Huh. So it's like it's a gateway Sanderson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like high fan she said it was high fantasy. Um and the series is great, she said. Um so looking forward to that. I still don't like those yet. terms. The epic fantasy and high fantasy and stuff. Oh, I, I would yeah. like well, to think of other terms that describe them more accurately so, and I don't hate. The, a big thing about it is a lot of them are also the other. Like, a lot of epic fantasies are high fantasy. Like, Lord of the Rings is an what? epic fantasy, good versus evil, but it's also high fantasy where characters have to overcome what they want for the greater good. Yeah, I also hate how much it sound, makes it sound like a rank. High fantasy and oh. epic fantasy sound yeah. like they're outranking fantasy, and that's frustrating. Yeah. Sanderson is actually uh. one of the only books that I've read and know of that is only high fantasy not epic like um so the difference between the commonly accepted difference between them uh and i know paris doesn't like these terms but this is they're what, being used so they're being defined yeah um so high fantasy is when it's a fantasy story and the focus is 
is more on the characters and their struggler struggles of good strugglers. strugglers of good versus evil. Kingdom Hearts athletes strugglers. <laughs> Um, and epic fantasy is more focused on the world and the forces of good versus evil. So that's how they were defined to me, and that's how I use them. Um, but I also got Shadows of the Dark Crystal, which is weird because it was published last year, and Dark Crystal hasn't had anything since, like, the 90s, which is funny. So it's kind of cool that it's making a comeback. to be popular. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of cool that it's making a comeback, but this is actually supposed to be, like, a prequel thing. I, uh, I haven't watched it in a long time because when I was a kid, they kind of... Both the good creatures and the bad creatures creeped me out. Mm -hmm. And then I got one called yeah. A Court of Thorns and Roses, also uh, recommended to me by the salesperson. I have one more that was. Yep, I still really don't like those terms and how they're just... Yeah. Uh, um, the, the term epic fantasy, I think it comes from Beowulf, where it's Beowulf... Supposed to, it's like, Beowulf is an epic. epic. Yeah, Beowulf is an epic, and it's a, it's it a just, realistic fantasy. It's more like a cultural folktale type thing, uh, where Beowulf represents good, and then he's constantly fighting every evil known. So, I think that's where what? that term comes from. Uh, Beowulf, he has to fight... Yeah, like, I, yeah. I get what you're saying, but just because... Okay. I think that's where that term comes from. Okay. High fantasy, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe because I think it's it Wonderland, and everybody <laughs> was high when they wrote it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but just... I don't think they apply as clearly and as well as people act like they do. Yeah. No, they don't. But, but continuing, you had... Uh, so I have A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is a Beauty and the Beast retelling, huh. where Belle is actually competent. Like, she's always a good character. She's always competent, I guess. Um, but, like, uh, you constantly say this. Uh, she was smart, she wanted to have adventures, and then the Beast became her adventure, so on and so forth. In this one, uh, when... Uh, she said it splits off when somebody gets captured. Can't remember who. And then Belle goes off to save them instead of going to get help from the villagers and her dad and whatnot. Or whatever okay. happens. I don't remember, but... No, her dad gets caught. She goes to save her dad. She ends up getting caught to let him go. Okay. Prisoner exchange. Okay. I don't remember that. She said it splits off when somebody gets captured or gets killed, maybe. I don't know. Funny story. What do you think? Uh, in English class one year, they had their... I don't remember exactly. Fractured fairy tales or something. Where they had... They were like, take a classic fairy tale and make a twist and write that. And what they wanted... What? And I didn't get a good grade. I never finished the assignment because I misinterpreted it. What they wanted was, like, Little Red Riding Hood pulled out a chainsaw and killed the wolf before it tried, before it ended up eating her. You retold the Just entire story with a different perspective? Hmm? Did you tell the entire story with a different <laughs> beginning? Here, here's what I was starting. I began writing a Beauty and the Beast-inspired thing where the beauty was an evil queen who had cursed the leader of a rebellion in order to stop to destroy the structure because he was the leader and he had to go underground and manipulate things from the shadows. You're okay. <laughs> so I never finished that assignment because it would have taken forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's why I want to write I want to write books because I do that. <laughs> yeah. So then I got the first book in the oh, Summoner series. Wait. Oh, okay. And about Belle. People say, she wanted adventures and then she meets a guy and sits in the castle. What do you think princes do? When he's the leader of this country, which he apparently is because he has a castle and servants and is, there's no king or queen, leaders of countries do diplomacy, which means travel. She doesn't sit in the castle. She has a prince who adores her. She couldn't leave because she was taking care of her father and didn't have the money. She now has it married no father. to a diplomat, a father who is cared for by a castle full okay, of staff, and a prince who has a castle full of staff as a way to fund her adventures and travel. There's no way she just stopped. For some reason, I thought her dad died. Uh-uh. Okay, that's good. She just couldn't leave because she was taking care of her dad and didn't have the money. Now, people can take care of her dad and she has the money. Yep. Next book. Okay, so I also have uh, The Summoner, book one, uh, called, it's called The Novice. Uh, I haven't heard 
I think I've heard something about it, but I'm not 100% sure. There might have been talking about a different book. However, it's about a blacksmith's apprentice who then becomes a demon summoner because he's one of the few people who can summon demons, so they were like, yeah, we're going to make you a battle mate now. You uh, have a talent, you, we're using your talent. Yeah, and on the cover of the book, he's got a little, like, salamander thing that I assume is Ooh. his companion demon, and he's also got one of the Egyptian curved swords. Nice. So, that one And he also has cool. a bow and quiver. Yeah, that one looks really cool. Recurve? Maybe. It's hard Maybe. to tell. Let me see. It's got the... Can I see? It looks like it's trying to be recurve, but I'm That's not sure. That's a recurve. Okay, it's, it looks like it, but you can't see the full thing where yeah. it would be definitively a recurve bow. Yeah. But the way it's shaped, it looks like they intended for it to be. So, mm -hmm. and, and as it's a book, what they intend it to be, as long as they don't say it isn't, is what it is. Yeah. So, and then last one is Winter Song. It is by S.J. Jones, J.A.E. Jones, and it's hyphenated. Um, but, so, mm -hmm. and I was, this one was described to me, this was the last one described by the, um, or recommended by the salesperson, associate, whatever they're called. Worker. Clerk? Worker? Yeah. Employee. Uh, and she described it as a retelling of Jim Henson's The Labyrinth. Oh, cool. So, I'm excited for this one, too, but Bergen asked me to wait for her. Our crystal and The Labyrinth. Yeah, so. Oldies but goodies. I'm only 18, and I'm still saying that. Well, uh, you watch old things. I do. Um, so, wow, that was part four. Do you think we'll have a part five? I don't know. Do we, will we? Um, do you have more things to talk about? Not that are at the top of my um, mind. My Hero Academy. Ooh, apparently yes. <laughs> so we'll probably have a part five. Okay, and we're cutting it off a little early, but that's okay. We're leaping into another subject. Yeah. Plus, this way, we'll have a. This will be the first episode with a part five. Redemption. And I think it's about a. I think it's about a year since we upload. Since I uploaded our first episode. Kind of an anniversary, but also kind of an apology for a weird wonky schedule that's not quite a scheduled day. We're still working it out. Um, this is the second week. Third. Third, second, third. I think. Uh, well, third. well, he is he is checking that. I will pulling um, up the thingy. Um, so leave us a rating and a review. Facebook uh, Tamblegram. Yep, like us and follow us on there. Uh, I yeah, will it's have the third week. It is the third week. Okay. Okay, so we are doing the right stuff. Uh, games and really? stories. Nice. Or yeah. Well played. Reviews. That's what third week is. We just talk about and review stuff and things and yeah, I'm making it up. Making things up as we go, so we're never wrong. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I'll just write comment later. <laughs> in grade school, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up yet. And you always get those assignments. Right about what you want to be when you grow up. And so I was just madly thinking of what I would could do for this assignment and not be lying. And so I just said weatherman because you're never wrong. <laughs> Chance of likely to. Yeah. Listen to what they yeah. say. Percentage of. Mm -hmm. So, oh man. <laughs> Okay, and I have a whole spiel about that I could do, too. Okay, so, and then, like, so, uh, I was waiting for you to do that for so long. You kept saying, but so. Okay, so, okay, so, so. Okay, anyways, Facebook uh, Gram, this is the end of part four. Uh, almost, support us on Patreon if you can. If not, don't worry about it. Share this video, not video, uh, podcast thingy on wherever you're listening, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever thingy, SoundCloud. The web works. The web works, internets, and inter, interwebs. Interconnected computation system. There we go. Well done. <laughs> All right, so we will see you in part four.